Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, a real estate investment program. Listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family. We bring you experts every day to discuss and answer your questions on everything from single-family homes all the way up to 600-plus unit apartment complexes. And now, the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. On today's show, the topic is this, catching up with the markets. That's right. We need to catch up with what's going on in the market. See, it's it's been an interesting time since this coronavirus stuff hit us. You know, we were we were blown and going. The economy was just kicking butt and taking names. And, you know, real estate was doing well. The stock market was doing well. Unemployment was doing well. Um, everything imaginable in the economy was was mo mostly doing well. I mean, I can't in my mind, I can't come up with a scenario where the economy wasn't doing well. Now, I'm sure there's some of you out there that have got examples of that. It's all right. You can send me an email at askal at luinc.com if you want. Um, I'll take a look at it and, you know, I'll respond to you because I think that's important. But I think it's, it's really important to have a, a, just a, a good overview of what's going on in the different markets that are out there. Yeah, I do. Because at the end of the day, you have to understand what your left and right flanks are doing. You have to know what the current situation is doing. You have to know what you don't know, and that's important. And that's why we're talking about this today. We need to catch up with the markets. And I'll tell you what, there's, there's really no better way to do it than to reach out to one of my vendors and, and get data from them. See, one of our vendors is CBRE. They're a commercial uh, real estate firm. Uh, they do sales of all types of uh, real estate. They, I believe they also manage some, some lending stuff. I'm not 100% sure what they do. Uh, I just know that they're just huge, and they're a part of what we do at Lifestyles Unlimited. And Jim, my contact over at uh, CBRE, sent me some data earlier in the week, and, you know, it's, it's some pretty good stuff. Basically, what CBRE did was they kind of put together this week in review. And what I'm going to do is do what Jim suggested I do, which is share it as I see fit. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull out the stuff that you need to know about. I'm going to leave the stuff that you don't need to worry about, the stuff you don't need to care about on the table. And we're going to focus on what's important. So what do I think is important? 
Well, we're going to talk a little bit about commercial real estate. Yeah, I know I rarely do it on the show, but today's show is going to be a little bit different because I know there are those of you out there that are investing in commercial real estate. I know that there are those of you out there that are wanting to invest in commercial real estate. And when I say commercial real estate, it is, it is a big mix of stuff. You see, you've got industrial, you've got retail, you've got hotels, you've got shopping centers, uh, data. Family. Oh, multifamily. Yeah. Frankly, there's a lot of good data going around with regards to multifamily. So what do you say? Why don't we just get into the data and let's see what it does to our brain. So CBRE is basically talking about multifamily and they're saying multifamily has a, a good relative strength right now that the rent collections in May were slightly ahead of April and only 1.5 percentage points less than a year ago. That's, that's really good when you consider all the doom and gloom that we were worried about with rent collections when this whole COVID-19 thing hit us. He goes on to say the National Multifamily Council reported an 80.2%, let's get that out, collection rate this month as of May 6th compared with 78% in April and 81.7% a year ago. He says owners are reporting a pickup in new leasing activity, though still far lower than a year ago. Well, that's because a lot of people aren't moving. A lot of people, you know, had leases uh, end up and they went on month to month. Some people got themselves into some financial challenges and, and maybe they had to leave a property and couldn't put themselves in a position where they could re-rent. I mean, it happens. Maybe they went to go live with relatives. Maybe they went to go live with friends. I don't know. Um, but there are different scenarios for different people as they were affected by this COVID-19 thing. Now, retention rates remain higher than normal. And that's basically what I'm talking about. Rents on renewals are flat to slightly positive. Rents on new leases are lower than pre-COVID-19 period. Average asking rents are down 1% since March 11th. Investment activity is at reduced levels in March closings. Now, here's with what we're talking about with closings is these are actual properties that are transacting, okay, going from one entity to another entity, fell 23% from a year ago. That's pretty significant, okay? And April could register a decline of more than 50%. Why? Because there wasn't a lot of property transacting, because there were a lot of people that were caught up in the whole COVID-19 thing. A lot of people that thought that maybe they wanted to sell chose, chose a different route. A lot of people that wanted to do, you know, refinance on a property. They, they chose to wait. Um, a lot of people that wanted to do different things within the marketplace the COVID-19 environment was not the time to do it. So that's part of the reason we're seeing a lot of these, these reductions in, in rates for closings uh, for multifamily properties. But I think it's gonna come back, I really do. And I think what you need to do is you need to, you need to just hang in there, stay focused and stay caught up with the markets. You need to understand what the markets are doing. Now, um, there's a multi, family housing rent payment tracker that CBRE um, put together. And in that tracker, they, they say that rent payments, the rent payment tracker found that 87.7% of apartment households made a full or partial rent payment by May 13th in its survey of, get this, 11.4 
million units of professionally managed apartment units across the country. Okay, so these these are apartment communities that have professional management on them. Uh, usually, we start to see professional management start to be applied at a unit size of about 50 units and larger. So what they're not tracking is they're not tracking some of the smaller operators. They're not tracking some of the mom and pops out there. So that, you know, taking that into consideration could skew the numbers a little bit, but then again, maybe it doesn't skew them at all. But when we come back from the break, I'm going to get more into this data because you need to know what's going on in the markets. We'll be back right after this. Del Wamsley on Designing a Lifestyle. When I was younger, I decided that I was not going to live the life that the average person lived, which was to think I was going to work for the end of my life, save up enough money, and then when I'm old and gray and falling apart like I am now, try to buy my life back with a pile of money that I had. I said, no, I'm going to design a life and I'm going to live that life. That's it. Period. Are you ready to design your life? Learn how at Lifestyles Unlimited's live online free workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Del Wamsley talks about buying your way back from corporate America through real estate. A massive change in my life. My personal residence I lived in was a one-bedroom condo, cost 425 bucks a month. This covered it. My automobile car payment was only 300 and some dollars a month. This covered it. I was buying my way back from corporate America. I could feel it. Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you how to buy your way back from corporate America. Get in control. Get into our live online free workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. One of the things I'd like to get across is that your whole life you wanted to make a change, right? But you've never had the time? This might be it because we have online education that you can get involved in. We're now going to bring the free workshop to the entire country and really the world. Anybody who is interested can participate in that. We're going to live stream that free workshop and have people online with you on the live stream, talking with you, answering questions, interacting. You're really going to get a great feel for the Lifestyles community from this. And you can register for that. So if you want to find out about us, this is a great way to take a look at us and what we do. Lifestyles Unlimited has been helping people succeed since 1990. Join us for our free online real estate workshop and learn the seven principles we teach to run our businesses and provide for our families. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. That's lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome 
Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. It's time to turn up the volume and fine-tune your passive income plan so you can create the lifestyle you've always wanted. Welcome back. We're talking about catching up with the markets. You know, there's there's a lot that's been going on in the marketplace. A lot of us have been sitting at home or telecommuting and just trying to, to ride through this pandemic. Uh, a lot of places are starting to open back up. I think I heard today that the 50th state that was resistant to starting to open back up has actually started the process. So, you know, what that means is is we're hopefully getting back to whatever normal looks like. Now, we know what normal looked like before this pandemic. I mean, the, the economy was, was roaring. Uh, we, we were doing great things. We're watching interest rates drop. We're watching cap rates drop and multi, multifamily. We're watching valuations go up. It, it was a sweet, sweet spot. And then this coronavirus thing came in and it start, stirred up this, this hornet's nest of, of unsurety. Um, things that, you know, we had to deal with that we it was not our radar to deal with it. You know, if you had asked me, if you had asked me in January what I thought my rent collections would be for the month of April, I would have told you probably better than than January. I mean, at the end of the day, all of my residents pay in a timely manner. Um, now, I do, I do have one resident in one of my single-family properties. He, he has a tendency to pay late. Uh, he does it every month. I get a late fee from him every month. And I've, I've told him, hey, if you could just pay a couple days earlier, I wouldn't have to charge you the, the late fee. And he's like, yeah, well, it just doesn't work out for me financially. So, you know, whatever, um, I don't have a problem paying the late fee. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's like getting extra rent every month. Um, you know, have I, have I considered migrating his due date? I've actually considered doing that uh, just because he is a good resident. He does pay. I mean, outside of the fact he tends to pay three to five days late every month. Okay. He is, he has been a good resident. He has taken care of the property. Um, when, when I have my, what I like to call my spies, my, my folks that go in and inspect the property um, to make sure that everything is good, make sure the, the resident is doing the things that they need to do to take care of the property that, you know, they don't have, you know, 80 people living in a property that only has three people on the lease or, you know, they've got, you know, five chihuahuas in there when I specifically have a no pet policy. Actually, I do allow in pets on on a on an occasional basis. Um, you know, it's it's usually a, an animal, preferably a, a cat or a dog, um, who is well behaved. And uh, at the end of the day, I need to make sure that they're not going to destroy my property because I have seen what animals can do to rental property. I, I have, and it's not pretty. So I'm very, very cautious when I let people in that have animals, but I do it. I do it from time to time. Um, and and I base it on the, the strength and character of the individual that uh, will be my resident. Um, they're the people that are signing the lease. They're the people I am uh, in contract with. Uh, I agree to provide uh, good, clean, functional workforce housing. They agree to take care of that housing while they occupy it and pay me my rent in a timely manner in accordance with what the lease says. And that's, that's really at the end of the day, what it's all about. Now, getting back to, you know, what was I thinking in April versus what I was thinking in January? Well, I had some concern. I did. Um, but the first thing I did was I reached out to my residents and I, I determined 
what their situation was. Uh, I did it a couple of ways. One, I did a lease audit. So I determined, you know, who was working what industries. So, you know, and I had two guys, uh, two, two of my rents, residents that, um, were working in the service industry. And, and I knew this because they, they put it on their, their rent application. So I knew that they were potentially affected. And, and sure enough, they were. Uh, one of them has been able to um, get by because he had money saved up, okay? And ironically, it's the guy that play, pays late every month. Go figure, right? <laughs> People, you know, people do strange things. Uh, but, you know, as long as he's happy paying a little bit late and giving me a late fee, I'm happy to take it. So it is what it is. Uh, the, the other tenant that I had, uh, he lost his job. And, you know, he's got a wife and two kids. And, you know, he was in kind of a rough spot because he was one of those guys that, you know, may have a little bit more month at the end of his money. Okay, just just saying it nicely that way, um, you know, and, and there are a lot of Americans out there that live paycheck to paycheck. And this this gentleman was one of those guys. So when he lost his job, did he did he cry over spilled milk? No. Did he call me up and say, hey, don't don't let can I can I not pay the rent for the next three months? No, he didn't do that. You know what he did? He went out and got himself a job. And he not only got himself one job, I found out later, he actually went out and got himself two jobs. He was working full-time for a grocery store operation, doing stock, you know, shelf stocking, stuff like that. So he got like a 40-plus hour week gig doing that. And then he was able to pick up another gig at another grocery store chain working part-time, basically working 20 hours a week. So although, you know, and, and, and in talking to him, I've, I've actually struck up a little bit of a friendship with this gentleman. In talking to him, not only have I found out that he is honorable and he is going to meet his obligations. He is willing to do what it takes in order to, you know, provide for his family. And I think that's worth taking into consideration because we're, we're talking all this data. We're talking about, you know, people paying, people not paying. I've got, I've got numbers here that say, you know, in April, 85% of renters paid in, in May, 87.7%, you know, and, and that's, that's looking over 11.4 million units of professionally managed properties. Okay. Now, are my single family properties professionally managed? Yes, they are. I, I have property management on those properties because they're they're quite a distance away from where I live. So, you know, when it when it comes time to turn the property or it comes time to to advertise or, you know, get a new tenant and stuff like that, I don't have the 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 wherewithal or the ability to, to do that. Um, actually, I do. To be honest with you, actually, I do. I've been told how to do it. I just choose not to do it. Um, I've had property management on these properties for, for a very long time, back when I owned them incorrectly. And I've, I've got a good property management team. They, they do the things that they're supposed to do. They, they help me take care of my properties. They help me take care of my residents. And it's a good relationship. And the other thing it does for me is it, it keeps me pretty passive. Um, yeah, you know, so whereas I've got friends that live in California that own properties in Houston and Dallas and Atlanta and, and other places, um, and, and they don't have professional property management. They manage those themselves. Um, I'm just in a slightly different place. Uh, I just choose not to do it. And is there anything wrong with that? No. 
Now, does it have an impact on my, my bottom line? Yeah, it's, it's a cost that I've got to calculate in. So it, it does have an impact on my, my monthly cash flow. But for the peace of mind that it provides, for the, the fact that, you know, outside of being told I've got a tenant that's uh, coming up for a lease renewal, or I'm told that, you know, we have a tenant that's coming up on the end of their lease and they're considering leaving the property, they make life easy for me. They really do. They, they take care of 99.7% of all the things that need to be taken care of on my properties, and they leave the big ticket decisions to me. Now, what does this have to do with catching up on the markets? Well, it has everything to do with catching up on the markets, because I'm telling you what my experience has been. And more importantly, you need to start thinking about what your experience might be. We'll be back right after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We're back with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. We're here to answer your questions and help you become financially free. Welcome back to the show. I want to let you know that if you want to get a hold of me for any reason at all, any reason, okay? Now, I prefer that your reason was real estate based, but if for whatever reason you, you need to use me as a sounding board or you want to just start a conversation with me, you can do that. And the easiest way to do that is go to my email. Well, don't go to my email, go to your email and then send me an email. And you can send me an email at askal at luinc.com. That's askal at luinc.com. You know, I get a lot of emails daily from, from the listeners. Uh, I got a really great email that came in today from, from Dean. Uh, Dean, I, I did respond to you directly through the email. Um, Dean was asking a question about, uh, it wasn't necessarily real estate related. It was, it had to do with uh, cars and whether or not, you know, it made sense to, to buy a car for cash or to um, take out a loan for the car or lease the car or or what so i, I gave him my thoughts I, I sent it back to him and you know hopefully we can start up a little bit of dialogue you know or maybe i answered his question and and we're good but in any case you can reach me at ask al at luinc.com that's ask al at luinc.com i'll tell you what if you want to be a part of one of our virtual case studies i know we've got one coming up at the end of the month um you could shoot me an email at askal at luinc.com and say, hey, Al, sign me up for that, uh, that case study. And you know what I'll do? I'll get you taken care of because our case study events are 
really cool. Um, it's an opportunity for our members and our guests. Ah, there's the key word, our guests. See, this is the only event that we do at Lifestyles Unlimited that's a members-only event that members are allowed to invite guests to attend. And the reason we do that is because we think it's so important for people to see other people being successful investing in real estate. See, our case studies bring out three of our members. Uh, two of the members are focused on single family. One is focused on multifamily. So what they're gonna do is they're gonna basically, well, because we're doing everything virtually, they're not gonna stand up in front of a group. They're gonna basically stand up in front of their computer screen and they're gonna tell us about the properties that they acquired. They're gonna tell us about not only how they acquired it, they're gonna tell us about what they did to remediate the prop property, if, if they had to remediate the property. I mean, some properties are, are, you can buy them and they're good to go. Those aren't necessarily the properties that we like to buy at Lifestyles Unlimited, but our members do buy properties like that. So I can't, I can't rule it out because depending on your strategy, depending on what you're trying to accomplish, that property that's already fixed up and ready to go is a great little yield play for you. Um, it's going to start producing cash flow right out of the bat and uh, you don't have to go through the, the, you know, the rehab process or anything like that. And for some people that makes total sense for me. Not so much. You know, I'm, I'm kind of along the lines of, you know, I'd, I'd like to find a dirty, nasty property that, you know, has not been taken care of that, you know, fortunately somebody had moved out of because, oh my goodness, some, some of the places that I've seen, it, it just, it amazes me the way people live. It, it really does. And, and I'll tell you what, for my residents, I won't have them living in a, in a crappy half-assed property. I, I won't do it. Um, they, will, they will live in clean, functional workforce housing. And I will make sure that it's the best product at the best price for the best people in that neighborhood. Absolutely. Because what I want is a solid relationship with my resident in the form of a lease. I want to provide for them. I want them to help provide for me. It's a symbiotic relationship. And it works, it works very well. Now, let me do this. Let me get back to the, um, the market updates because what I was doing in, in a previous segment, I was talking about a national multifamily housing uh, council rent payment tracker. Wow, that's a lot to give at, get out. And this is something that uh, CBRE uh, research provided to me. And basically what they said, the, rate, the rent tracker found that 87.7% of apartment households made a full or partial rent payment by May 13th in its survey of 11.4 million units of professionally managed apartment units across the country. Now I'm here to tell you, the properties that I'm invested in have a much higher rent collection. It's, it's just the way it is because Lifestyles Unlimited lead investors are a different breed. They really are. They are, they are focused like a laser on doing multifamily the correct way, getting it up and running, getting the right residents in the property, um, making it a true apartment community for the residents. I mean, at the end of the day, we create beautiful places for beautiful people to live. And they in turn take their hard earned money and they spend it in the form of rent. 
and that's where we get our, our income streams from. Not only does that income stream provide us a profit margin, it pays for things like, oh, let's see, mortgage expenses for principal and interest. It pays for the taxes and it pays for the insurance. It pays for any ongoing maintenance or maintenance reserves. And at the end of the day, it provides me a profit margin. And that is the ultimate goal for having the properties. Because I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm not in this to be the government. I'm not in this to provide free housing. That's, that's not why I'm doing this. I'm doing this to provide great places for great people to live. And in turn, getting the opportunity to, to charge a fair market rent for the property that I in turn pay all the associated expenses for. See, the, the resident doesn't have to worry about any of that stuff. I take care of all of that stuff for them and they're good to go until the first of the month, next month, and then the process starts over again. It's a good thing. Let's talk a little bit about geography. I, I found a couple points um, in the CBRE um, perspective. I don't know what this is. They, they call this the, the weekly take. The weekly take, that's what they call it, and, and it's for the week of May 18th. Um, anyhow, geography. These are some of the trends that are happening based on geography. Technology and government heavy markets continue to perform the best in multifamily. They do. Now, here's, here's, here's a, a line I really like because it starts off with the word Texas. Texas, the Carolinas, and some Midwest markets also are performing better than the national average. Where are all my multifamily investments in? Yeah, they're in Texas, which is part of the reason that Texas is outperforming this. Remember, this is a this is a national rent tracker. This also takes into account different classes of property. Now, what kind of class of property am I primarily invested in? I'm primarily primarily invested in B and C properties. I don't have class A properties. I don't invest in class A properties because they don't meet my investing criteria. They just don't. Okay, for some of our members, they do. We, we've got members at Lifestyles Unlimited that, that own Class A properties. Heck, our founder and CEO, Del Walmsley, he went out and bought himself a Class A, Class A property when he was in the hospital. So what I'm here to tell you is that you could be in the hospital and you could still take down a good property that will positively affect your portfolio. Now, on the class breakdown, they say that Class C product is still trailing Class A and B products in rent collections by about 5%. But again, that's based on a national trend of 11.4 million units that are quote unquote professionally managed. That doesn't necessarily take into account Lifestyles Unlimited properties. And Lifestyles Unlimited properties from we, what we see are doing much better than the national average. And data providers expect a spike in Class A availability and vacancy despite an uptick in, in website traffic. They, they expect a 20% increase since the March low. So that, that would be a good thing for those Class A properties. And also expect asking rents to decrease more in those luxury products compared to Class B and C. So what that means is that the rents that we're charging in the properties I'm invested in are doing quite well. They're doing quite well. Uh, Class A is having to make some concessions. Class A is having to come down a little bit on their price. I don't think that's happening to the Class A that Lifestyles Unlimited members own, but it is happening as a national trend. And when we come back, I'll get into some of the economic forecasts right after this.
as I sit here and read article after article and see TV show after TV show, the normal person out there on the street cannot overcome their fear to get to the analytical part of this whole process. I'm not afraid of and I'm actually ready for a recession, a crash of value of anything and everything. Why? It is the opportunity to do incredible stuff. But that's my analytical brain. The United States has a very strong economy. We will return to our basic economic foundation. This is not going to be the end of the world for everyone. But you do need to take some action. And some actions will be more productive than others. And one of the things that I think you can do now is take this time, like you said, Del, people are going to be sitting at home and you have a time right now to change your life. Make what you have work for you. You need to get into lifestyles right now. Join us for our free online workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Now, let's get back to your map to financial freedom. Welcome back to the show. On today's show, we're talking about catching up with the markets. You know, there's there's a lot that's been going on even behind the scenes while we've been shuttered, you know, stuck in our homes, uh, stuck away from our businesses. Some of us are telecommuting. Some of us are not. Some of us got a stimulus check. Some of us didn't. Um, you know, it's it's been a crazy couple of months, and it's time for us to get refocused. It's time for this country to get back on track. And what I'm doing today is I'm, I'm pulling excerpts out of a CBRE uh, document that was sent to me by, by Jim. He's my contact at uh, CBRE. By the way, CBRE is one of our vendors. Um, so, you know, when you become a member of Lifestyles Unlimited, you get access to the, the deep bench of vendors that we have. And we have everything from the national vendors like CBRE uh, all the way down to um, what I like to call some of the mom and pops out there. You know, we've got handymen and things like that that you know their business model is just just the guy that do does the handiwork and you know some of those guys are really really good at what they do and if they weren't they wouldn't be on our vendor list uh, that's that's just the way it is. Now let me talk a little bit about the economic forecast from CBRE's perspective. I think it's I think it's very very important to to understand what you know the big entities are are thinking because it has a trickle down effect to us. And and what CBRE is saying is this. Fed chairman Jerome Powell called for further government fiscal stimulus to help prevent a prolonged recession. Ooh, there's that R word. That's that recession word that we're, we're thinking might be looming out on the horizon. And when a recession hits, I hate to say it. Well, I don't hate to say it. I kind of want to say it. Real estate goes on sale. And that's the way it is. 
The report says government stimulus to date totals nearly $3 trillion, or 11% of our gross domestic product. The House proposed another $3 trillion package this week, but it's unlikely to pass the Senate as currently proposed. Ultimately, we believe Congress will agree to another round of at least $2 trillion in some form. CBRE's current forecast is for unemployment to peak at 15% and fall to around 9% by year's end. Other economists are more pessimistic, with Goldman Sachs forecasting unemployment at, wow, get this, 25% in the second quarter. Meanwhile, in China, where all of this started, there are signs of an apparent economic bounce back. CBRE's real-time economy tracker suggests that GDP, that's the gross domestic product, growth, has returned in China to about 4% on an annualized basis. Okay, so what does all that gobbledygook mean? Well, it means that we're still not out of, out of what we're in, okay? We're, we're starting to pull out. We as an economy are starting to wake up. We as a people are starting to get back to our, to our normal lives. We are starting to get out and we're getting our hair cut. We are going to restaurants, you know, and I, I went to a restaurant uh, not too long after they opened here in Texas. And, you know, it was, it was kind of interesting because they every for every booth that was open, there were three that were closed and it was crazy. And, and believe it or not, there was a waiting list to get in because they only had 25% of their available space available for us to sit. So we had to wait a little bit, but when we got in, we, we were definitely isolated. Uh, there was nobody within six feet of us um, outside of the, the server that cruised on by, and he was wearing, you know, a, a, a mask and, and gloves. So, you know, we felt pretty good about the, the situation, and I don't believe we contracted COVID-19, um, at least I'm pretty confident of that. And I'm not sure why I'm going down this rabbit hole other than to tell you I'm just happy that we're getting back to work. I'm happy that our lives are getting back to some form of normal. Now, we don't know what normal is going to look like, okay? Normal is going to be impacted by what's going on in the world around us. But I think we're going to get back to something that looks a lot closer to what we had prior to this pandemic than what we're dealing with right now. Now, I think it's also important to point out that uh, interest rates have, have been you know, they've been pretty low. They've been extremely low. And, and here's what's going on out there. On May 13th, that's, that's last week, the Fed Chairman Jerome Powell announced that the central bank is not considering cutting interest rates below zero in order to further stimulate the economy. Nonetheless, federal fund futures continue to indicate a possibility of negative U.S. interest rates by April of 2021. What does that mean? Well, it means when you have negative interest rates, the government is actually paying you to take the money. Yeah, that's kind of the way it works. And as of May 15th, U.S. equities and U.S. Treasury yields dropped again as investors digested the latest economic data. Real, excuse me, not real estate, but retail sales and consumer confidence updates will likely be less market moving than the implications of the 20-year U.S. Treasury auction since 1986 occurring next week. That's this week. Treasury yields have had little in reaction to the release with the curve modestly flatter and yields slightly lower. Wow. 
I'm not even sure I know what, what I just read, to be honest with you, other than the fact that interest rates are going to stay where they're at. So we're not, we're not looking at interest rates coming up. We're, we're actually looking at a, a very positive thing. Let me switch over to a, a separate article that um, was written by a gentleman by the name of Bendix Anderson, and this was published in National Real Estate Investor. I'm just going to read the first couple of uh, paragraphs because I think he makes a, a really compelling argument that, that I agree with. And anytime I agree with an argument, I'm willing to share it with you. Anytime I disagree, I'm willing to share that with you, too. So he goes on to say this. He says, when the Fed slashed rates to near zero two months ago, there was speculation that it would fuel a wave of commercial real estate refinancing. But then the deep crash in economic activity precipitated by nationwide shutdowns and the overall uncertainty created by the COVID-19 crisis quickly put all that talk to an end. However, with some states talking and taking cautious steps to reopen, the nation approaching nearly 400,000 COVID-19 tests per day and the commercial real estate se sector having a better sense of what the long-term outlook might be, lenders are willing to talk about refinancing deals again. And this is particularly true for the multifamily sector where agencies, life companies, banks, and other sources have shown some willingness to do deals on well-positioned assets. What's a well-positioned asset? Well, talk to a Lifestyles Unlimited lead. They will tell you what a well-positioned asset is because that's what they create, is a well-positioned asset in, in the, the, the market. Basically, we've got low vacancy rates, we've got good good uh, income streams. We, we control our expenses. Our net operating income is doing well. We've got great cash reserves. Everything that is necessary to have a peak performing property, we do. And that's what, that's what I invest in. That is exactly what I invest in. The article goes on to say this. It says, Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae lenders are now making loans with all-in fixed interest rates at, okay, you need to sit down for this. You ready? 3% or even lower. Yeah, you heard me, 3% or even lower. On May 12th, the benchmark yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury bond was 0.72%. It has hovered between 0.5% and 0.9% for several weeks. In comparison, in the months before the crisis, the benchmark yield hovered between 1.5 and 2%. So that right there in itself just that piece of information right there in itself is a good news story. Because let me tell you what's going on in my world. Yeah, let me just tell you about some of the apartment communities that I'm invested in. We've got one that was ready to go for a refinance. We were going to do a cash out refinance. We've been in this property for two years. It was, it was a dump, okay? The lead investor went in, cleaned it all up, found great quality residents, and, and now we have a, an apartment community that provides a beautiful living place for 212 different families. Yeah, it's a 212 unit apartment community. And I'll tell you what, it is doing well. It is at 90, I think, what, 97, 98% occupancy. The financials look great. Uh, net operating income is, is increasing as it's supposed to. Even going through this whole COVID thing, things have been doing really well. So now coming out of the COVID thing, now we get to explore the opportunity of maybe going back to that cash out refinance. Now, why that cash out refinance? Why is that so important to me? Here's why, because what we were projecting 
prior to the COVID-19 happening was this. We would cash out refinance and everybody who was invested in the property should receive at least 60% of their money back. That means for every $100,000 you put into that deal, you're gonna get a check for at least $60,000 back, meaning you're only gonna have $40,000 left in the deal. And it's still gonna be producing cash flow at a 6% annualized rate paid quarterly, which is beautiful. Now, so what do you do with that other $60,000 that comes back after the refinance? Well, you position that money because like the, like the articles suggested, there may be a recession looming on the horizon. And when a recession hits, that's the time to have dry powder. That's the time to be in position to act and act accordingly. And I'll tell you what, Del Wamsley, our founder and our CEO, he's convinced that we've got a recession coming on the horizon. So you need to make sure you're putting all your assets together correctly, you're managing them correctly, and more importantly, you're catching up with the markets. And remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. You have a wonderful day. listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. Join us next time. And until then, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 